0: What's good, people? It's CJ Williams for Culturalist Theory. For this video, we're taking it to South Atlanta to rank the six albums by legendary group Outkast. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button if you like what you see, and subscribe if you love it. Number six, Idlewild. Idlewild was an ambitious project from Outkast that tripled as a group album movie soundtrack of the same name, and compilation. The result is a disjointed album featuring a hybrid of hip-hop, swing, blues, and jazz. If you think that's a lot to squeeze into an album, you would be correct. That's not to say that there isn't anything to love on here. The singles Mighty O and Morris Brown gave classic Outkast vibes, and Hollywood Divorce features a criminally slept on Lil Wayne feature. Outside of that, the highlights are few and far between on this disjointed album. Not to mention that Andre and Big Boy only appear together on four of the 25 tracks and actually if you add in the 39 tracks from the previous album speaker box love below they are only together on seven of their last 64 tracks surprising no one that they haven't dropped a group album since number five stank on you outcast dropped their fourth album October of 2000 and up until that point they were more known for their laid-back relaxed records well when the lead single bombs over Baghdad dropped, it signified a new direction for the down south duo stank on is polarizing amongst outcast enthusiasts because of the uptempo chaotic production that's sprinkled throughout the lengthy project. They had higher tempo records before, like Rosa Parks, but joints like Gasoline Dreams, Snappin' and Trapping, and Question Mark went a completely different direction. For that reason, you normally see people who either love or hate this album. Regardless of what side of the fence you fall on, registers rung to the sound of four plus million records sold thanks to arguably their most recognizable record, Miss Jackson. Andre describes Stankonia as a place where you can open yourself up and be free to express anything. Well, the Grammy-winning experimental album fits that description to a T. Number 4, Speaker Box, The Love Below. The highly critically acclaimed double album from OutKast perfectly showcased the differences between members Big Boy and Andre 3000 while still remaining cohesive. By this time, Andre had been experimenting with a more melodic style while Big Boy was still relatively close to his more hip-hop roots. Major Props for three stacks, first off, as his side was an ahead-of-its-time genre blend of pop funk, and jazz. Records like Hey Ya, Roses, and Love and War were unlike anything a rapper had done previously. As a matter of fact, Andre doesn't actually rap in a traditional sense until the last song. Big Boy on the other hand gave us a more standard Southern hip hop album with an added flair. Both albums are great in their own right, which is why the album worked so well. Fans responded to the sound of over 10 million records sold, making it one of only 8 hip hop albums to reach Diamond status. Let me know in the comments, which disc did you prefer? Southern playlisted Cadillac music. At a time where New York and LA basically ran rap, the debut album from OutKast turned out to be a pivotal one, not just for the group, but for the South period. Having met only two years prior to the release of the album, Andre and Big Boy meshed perfectly over live instrumentation, carried out by the now legendary production team, Organized Noise. Listen to joints like Call of the Wild, "Claimin' True, and Players Ball today, and you'll instantly be taken back to the simpler times of the mid-90s. Both critically and commercially successful, The album would sell over a million copies, but not everyone was a fan. OutKast won for Best Newcomer at the 1995 Source Awards and were greeted by booze, to which Andre responded with the now infamous The South Got Something to Say proclamation. As far as we're concerned, the only knock on the album is that the sound of hip hop has changed so much since then that sonically it can come off a bit dated in the present day. Other than that, the album is as good as you're going to get from a pair of 18 year olds. Number 2. AT Aliens They say you wait your whole life to drop a album which is why many are so great then you experience success and the hunger isn't the same your second album suffers and you get labeled as a sophomore slump well you can throw all of that out the window when it relates to Outkast's second album AT aliens everything from the lead single elevators to b-sides like wheels of steel to even the comic book album cover is damn near flawless Dre and big boy are in top form spinning over soulful but futuristic production handled again mostly by organized noise if you were impressed by their debut album Album, then you were blown away after this classic dropped before they could even drink. Number one, Aquimini. If you polled 1,000 OutKast fans right now and asked them their favorite album from the legendary group, you'd likely get a 50-50 split between AT Aliens and our number one album, Equimini. One of the greatest southern rap albums of all time, the title combines the performer's two zodiac signs, Aquarius for Big Boy and Gemini for Andre. That wasn't the only thing mashed up as the album has influence of 70s funk, psychedelic rock, and of course, Southern Soul spread throughout. The duo handles most of the heavy lifting as features were kept to a minimum but were effective when used. Big Boy and Andre take turns taking off on records like Return of the G, Slump, and the title track Equimini, with three stacks slightly edging big out if we're keeping score. Regardless of which MC you prefer, it's undeniable the album is a classic, and in a race to this list's number one spot, it beats AT Aliens in a photo finish. That's it for today's list, let me know what you think of the ranking below in the country comments. Remember, like this video and subscribe to Culturalist Theory so you never miss a list. Until then, I'm CJ Williams. I'm out.